Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. I hope you had a nice Beltane, and I hope your spring has been full of life and energy. I am so glad that you came to join me today. I hope you're glad that I'm here today, too. (laughs) Um, So before we get on to our topics of the day, how have you guys been? What have you guys been up to? So there has been a lot going on this past month. We've had some birthday celebrations, and um, I I just want to say that I am going to put a little disclaimer in here about working with herbs, and I know that I've done it before, and I've said this before um, through a couple of episodes, actually, especially the herbs episode. Anyway, I took it upon myself to try an over-the-counter herbal supplement. And it was a supplement that helped, that's supposed to, (laughs) let me just say supposed to, help with menopause symptoms and weight loss, okay? Now, I'm not going to say what the name of the product, product was, only because... It's not that I don't want you guys to be not to be safe. That's not my intention at all. I want everyone to be safe. But the only reason why I'm not going to mention it is because, number one, not everybody is going to have a reaction like I did, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. And number two, um, I don't want to put any thoughts in anybody's minds. You know what I mean? So, and I don't even know if I want to mention the name of the herb the main herb that's in that. But anyway, let me get to what happened with that. So I tried this supplement. You know, took it the first night. Fine. It's in pill form. Okay. Took it the first night. And it was fine. Took it the second night. Okay. The next day after the second night that I took it, I broke out into some hives. And I didn't really think anything of it at the moment. Um, I just had a little bit of a rash. I was itchy. I had the, you know, the the welts going on, you know, things like that. And I was thinking to myself, though, okay, it's interesting because this is the only new thing that I've tried within the last couple of days. You know what I mean? So I immediately stopped taking it. And then I thought, okay, I'll stop taking it. And then the hives will go away, right? Wrong. (laughs) So, oh my goodness. Let me just say that I was out of work for an entire week. Well, scratch that. So I took this on a Wednesday, the first night. Then I took it on a Thursday. Friday is when I broke out into the hives. I did go to work on Friday, but I was a little uncomfortable And then the weekend, forget it. It just kept getting worse. 
Monday, I did try to go to work. I went there. I got, I worked for about maybe an hour and a half when it felt like my throat was closing up. So I went to the emergency room and they had put me on Benadryl. Um, They just pumped it into me. Um, and a couple of other things, a steroid, you know, something else. <clears throat> and the itching kind of went away. My, They said my breathing was fine. My lungs were fine. My throat wasn't closing out. I think that the problem was that I probably had hives in my throat. Um, and so it felt like, you know, that it was closing up. You know, it felt like thick and everything. You know what I mean? Like there was something there. <clears throat> so anyway, um, you know, they took care of me. I was at the hospital for maybe, and well, in, you know, getting treatment for about an hour and a half or, or so. Um, and then they sent me home. And then they actually prescribed me some things to take in case of, you know, it's getting worse and anything like that. And it just kept getting worse and worse as time went on. And by the end of it, not only was I covered in hives, and by the way, my body was on fire. And they tell you not to scratch, but it is so hard not to scratch or at least rub or anything because, oh my gosh, it... I don't know if you've ever had hives before, but it is not fun. And I actually went to the emergency room three days in a row. The second day that I went, I was there for hours before they even took me back there to see me. And they did kind of like the same things, just gave me, pumped me with the IVs for the treatment and all that kind of stuff. Um, And then the third day that I went, they pretty much said that there was nothing else they could do for me. I was in tears. Now listen, (laughs) not only was I broken out into the rash, the hives, right? Everything on me was swollen. My eyes, I could barely see. My mouth and my throat was hurting. I could barely eat. As a matter of fact, during that whole week, I ate very little. And what little I did eat, it was very hard and it took me a very long time and nothing tasted right to me. I I just wasn't in the mood for food. The only reason why I ate anything was because I know that I had to keep on my energy and my proteins and everything, but I couldn't. And then um, my feet were swollen and my hands were swollen. I was in pain everywhere. It was no fun. They don't know for sure what caused it. But when I did tell them about the supplement that I took, um, you know, they pretty much agreed with me that that had to be it because I never changed. I didn't change anything. You know, I didn't change my laundry soap. I didn't change my body wash or my shampoos, you know, um, anything like that. No foods, no new foods, anything like that. So it had to be that. And it was an herbal supplement. And it had a couple of other ingredients in there, but it was all natural. And I'm willing to bet that it was that one herb 
because I've never had that herb before. And I know that I have warned you guys about doing research and making sure that if you use new herbs to make sure that you don't have allergic reactions to it, that you're not allergic to anything but that, or that it doesn't interact with any medications that you might be taking at that time. And this is what they actually thought happened, that it was interacting badly with medication that I'm taking. So there you have it. So I am telling you that even, you know, even I, you know, um, I'm not an expert, okay? I do know a lot about herbs. I do study herbs. I do work with herbs. I have an apothecary in my kitchen. Um, but even I made a mistake. I messed up. I was in a hurry to try something. And I thought, hey, it's, it's all natural. It's herbal. You know, it's not going to hurt me. Guess what? It did. And things that couldn't have gotten a lot worse if I didn't treat it, if I didn't go for treatment. It could have gotten a lot worse. So I urge you to please, anytime you try something new, make sure if you, you don't have any allergies to it, make sure that it won't interact badly with your medication. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor because your doctor knows. Your doctor has a list of all the medications that you were on. Your regular doctor, okay? Call them up. Call, talk to their nurse and say, hey, you know, there's this new thing I want to try. It has this and this and this in it. Can you, can you find out if it's going to cause any bad interactions with my medication? And they'll look it up for you. And they'll let you know. All right, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. I just wanted you guys to be aware of that because you can make a mistake and um, this could have been a lot worse, like I said. If I had a real, I mean, that was a bad allergic reaction. It was bad, but it could have been worse. I could have gone into anaphylactic shock or something. You know what I mean? So be aware, please, okay? So another exciting thing is that um, me and my fiance, Chris, went on a vacation and we went to Florida and actually we mainly went down there for a wedding, um, which was beautiful, by the way. It was such a lovely ceremony and we had such a blast. And we went down there also to visit um, some of Chris's family. So that was nice. We got to spend the day with them and everything like that. But then we also went to... SeaWorld and Bush Gardens, which, oh my goodness. Okay. Actually, we stayed in Orlando, right near SeaWorld. So it was pretty awesome. We could see one of the roller coasters out from where we stayed. Um, I have not been to SeaWorld in a very long time. But I have to say, we did have fun. I will say that. We did have fun. It was a good time. But I was a little disappointed because... Most of their coasters were down where they weren't running. And they have this new roller coaster called Pipeline. And it's like being on a surfboard. And I really wanted to go on that, but they were only open to people with annual passes. I think they're officially open to the public now. But um, so you could go on it now. But yeah, when we were there, they 
they didn't have it open for us. So I was so disappointed about that. I'm like, what's with all these coasters being down? You know, me and Chris love roller coasters. Um, and that's our main thing that we like to do when we go to a theme park. You know what I mean? Is go on the coasters. Now, I do love the shows at SeaWorld. So we did, you know, catch some of those. And it was just a nice day. Um, we did other things around the area. Like, we, I don't know how much you guys know about Orlando. But we went to Icon Park where there is that giant sky wheel. The first day that we went there, it was raining. And we were just kind of like walking around and driving around and doing some things. But they had the, the wheel closed down because of there was a pending thunderstorm. So they didn't really want to take a chance of it being too windy and everything like that. So we actually waited a couple of days and then we went on it. And it was pretty cool. So it's like these... All right, so it's kind of like a Ferris wheel, but not really. You go in like these gondolas, and it's glass all around, so you can see out the whole thing. And you can either stand or sit. It's about a 400-foot wheel, and it takes about 20 minutes to get all the way around because it goes very slow. Now, when I first saw this thing, I told Chris, I said, are you serious right now? Because this is killing me watching this go so slow. I'm like a fast person. You know what I mean? And I like things fast. So to me, this is like a snail's pace. And I'm just like, I can't tolerate that. But you know what? When you're on it, you don't even realize it, how slow you're going. All you're doing is you're looking out at Florida. And you can see, like, from where we were, you could see, we could see the Magic Kingdom in the distance, which was cool. We could see Epcot. We could see... Kennedy Space Center, um, and then you can see like, I think it was, uh, oh man, what what was it? Tampa Bay skyline. I think that was the skyline that we saw. So yeah, it was pretty cool, um, and we got a lot of nice pictures and everything. So it was nice. That Monday when we went to Bush Gardens, it was ninety two degrees, and oh my goodness, it was so hot, but. We got our fill with all the coasters. We went on pretty much all of them. And um, I have my new favorites over there. I have not ever actually been to that Bush Gardens. I've been to the Bush Gardens in Virginia, but I have not been to the Bush Gardens in Tampa. So that was my first time. Now, Chris has been there many times before. Actually, he used to have annual passes. But um, so that was my first time on some of these coasters. And uh, oh, wow, it was so great. But towards the end of the day we were there the whole time the park was open towards the end of the day we were both starting to get a little nauseous and just sluggish and everything because it was so hot and you know there's not much shade over there there was not much shade so the only relief that you had was being on the rides and having the wind whoosh through your hair and everything you know so yeah it was it was uh it was definitely interesting so but anyway that's pretty much all that I've been doing this past month um you know all the main things the exciting things and so today I do want to talk about the difference between astrology and astronomy that is going to be the main segment but there is a couple of other different things that I want to talk about as well so here we go So I thought it would be nice to do another meditation together 
This one that we're doing is from the book, Witchcraft for Daily Self-Care by Michael Herkes. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, so I do apologize if I'm not. So this is actually um, the same book where I got the last meditation exercise from. And I'm not, I don't, I should have written down the episode number of that meditation, but you can go back and it will be in the title meditation. You can go back to listen to that one if you would like. So I chose this particular meditation from the book um, since the camping season is beginning. At least it is up here in New England. And by the way, let me just tell you, camping around here is crazy. Okay. Um, People have already booked out. I mean, because we just have Memorial Day weekend. So people had already booked out like months in advance to go camping on the first weekend, the first ever weekend of camping for the season. Um, So this meditation is called the campfire meditation. And what you will need is any kind of campfire audio or if you do this on your own, or I can also play um, some campfire sounds if I can find some. If I find some campfire sounds, you will hear some campfire sounds um, throughout this meditation. If not, then feel free to come up with your own audio. Really good ones you can find on YouTube, actually. Just go to YouTube and look up campfire ambience, and you should be able to find something there. Other things you might need are 10 red tea light candles, or you can use white ones, and a pillow or a cushion if you want for comfort. Now, you can go ahead and pause this episode or pause the show to gather those items, or you could choose to do this at another time when it is convenient and safe. Okay, so here we go. Create a circle on the floor using the tea light candles. Make sure the circle is wide enough to move around in. Light the candles and turn your lights down or off. Sit in a comfortable position on your pillow or cushion if you want in the middle of the candles. Close your eyes if it's safe to do so and if you're comfortable enough to do so. Take 10 breaths, inhaling deeply through your nose and exhaling slowly through your mouth while listening closely to the sound of the fire. And let's take these breaths. more. 
focus on the element of fire that surrounds you and how even with your eyes shut you could still make out a soft glow. Think about the hot molding core of the planet, the burning sun that shines down on us, and the heat of your heart. You may even begin to sway from side to side, mimicking the flickering of the flames around you. Reflect on how your creative potential has transformed throughout your self-care journey. End your meditation and blow out the candles whenever it feels right. As the flame turns to smoke, remain conscious of the fire's continued transformation into ether. How do you feel? It would be awesome to do this meditation around an actual campfire or bonfire, but it's not necessary. As long as you play campfire sounds in the background. So now I want to talk about the difference between astrology and astronomy, and this is the main segment of the show of this episode, because sometimes people do get a little confused. So let's start with the actual definitions. Astrology is the ancient practice of studying the movement and positions of the sun, moon, planets, and stars in the belief that they influence human behavior. Astronomy is the scientific study of the universe as a whole and of objects that exist naturally in space, such as the stars. So astrology helps us to explain who we are through our natal chart by calculating the day, time, and the year we were born. It goes by how the planets were aligned and the relationships to events, such as eclipses, moon phases, and more. Everybody was born under a sun sign, but we also have a moon sign and a rising sign. Your sun sign is your birth or astrological sign. It is the sign that was influenced by the sun during your birth. Your moon sign is the placement of the moon during your birth. Makes sense, right? And your rising sign is the sign that was ascending on the eastern horizon during your birth. And all of these things take part in your overall being. So when you when you ever hear an astrologist ask you what is your big three or you hear them talk about your big three, that's what they're talking about. Your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. Those are your big threes. So your traits, characteristics, personalities, etc. So for instance, your moon sign describes your personal life, emotions, feelings, and more. Whereas your sun sign explains your personality traits. And your rising sign gives you an understanding of your approach to life. The 12 houses in your chart represent certain areas of your life. So, and we're going to go over those. 
The first house symbolizes the self and personality. The second house symbolizes what the self has to wor work with, possessions, money, and physical resources. The third house symbolizes communication. The fourth house symbolizes the home environment, family, and so forth. The fifth house symbolizes creativity and self-expression. The sixth house symbolizes health. The seventh house symbolizes marriage and other partnerships. The eighth house symbolizes transformation. The ninth house symbolizes intuition. The tenth house symbolizes career. The eleventh house symbolizes goals and objectives. And the twelfth house symbolizes the unconscious. And there is a little more to it than that, but that's pretty much the general rundown. So each sign is also ruled by an element, earth, air, fire, and water, as well as a mode, cardinal, fixed, or mutable. If you have ever looked at your birth chart, you will see all kinds of lines, colors, symbols, and numbers. Some of your houses might be empty, and some might have a lot in it. The best app to use in order to see your chart and explain what each item means is called Time Passages. It's free to calculate your chart and to see all the meanings of it. If you want to compare your chart with others, you'll have to pay for the app, but honestly, the free version has all the information that you need. That's the one I use anyway. And I'm not trying to plug this app, but it is a really cool app to use. Now, <clears throat> with astronomy, there are four types, astrophysics, astrometry, astrogeology, and astrobiology. Astrophysics applies to the laws of physics and chemistry to understand the universe and our place in it. People in this field study the birth, life, and death of stars, planets, galaxies, and other objects in the universe. Astrometry measures the positions and motions of celestial bodies. Astrogeology is the study of the geology of the moon, planets, comets, asteroids, and meteorites. Astrobiology is the study of life in the universe and attempting to figure out how life came to be on Earth. So, you see how astrology and astronomy are different, but how people can get confused between the two. Planets and other celestial bodies have great influence in our lives. So the fields of astrology and, ast and astronomy are very important in order for us to understand us as a whole and how this world works. I love looking up at the stars. So I have, here's another app. I have this app called Night Sky that helps you discover what stars and constellations you were looking at. And it also notifies you when certain events are occurring, such as when the space station flies by, as well as meteor showers and more. And I used to have this really good telescope that came with a computer program where you could put in, you could put in the coordinates 
to find certain stars, planets, and constellations. I especially love looking at the moon through a filter. Even more so looking at the moon when it was half, because you could actually see the dark part of the moon as well, and you could see the craters and everything, so it's so cool. So the next Sabbath coming up for us is Letha, and colors associated with Letha are blue, green, yellow, pink, and purple. Symbols are flowers and sun wheels. Foods include honey, elderberry, strawberry, thyme, fresh greens, and light wine. Stones and crystals are peridot, diamond, emerald, and lapis lazuli. Types of plants and flowers, elderflower, lavender, pine, fern, and rose. Deities associated are Aphrodite, Freya, Ishtar, Zeus, and Thor. So ways you could celebrate Letha is to add fresh flowers and anything representing the sun and anything with the correspondences that I just mentioned. You can also have a bonfire, have a picnic, explore in nature, greet the sun that morning, stare up at the night sky, and see how many constellations you can find. Try using that night sky app that I mentioned. As you know, Letha is also known as the summer solstice, which is the first day of summer. It lands on June 21 of this year. I want to recite a poem for you by William Shakespeare called Sonnet 18. And here it goes. And I'm sure a bunch of you had probably have heard this already. This is actually one of his most famous poems. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May. And summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines and often his gold complexion dimmed. And every fair from fair sometimes declines, by chance or nature's changing course untrimmed. By thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair thou oust, nor shall death brag thou want rest in his shade, when an eternal lines to thine thou growest. So long as men can breathe or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. I just love Shakespeare. It's a love poem, but it also describes the beauty of summer, so it fits. I've always been a fan of Shakespeare. I don't always understand what he means, but I love his work anyway. All right, so now it's time for a card poll. And today I have my Fairy Wisdom Oracle set which is one of my favorite sets of Oracle cards. So let me just open up the box. And I know I've mentioned these before. I just love the images on here because they're Amy Brown fairies. And I love the hardcover book that comes with it. And just those last few cards got a little bit of stuck in the box. So, all right. There we go. I'm going to go ahead and shuffle these. Now, I'm going to say, shuffling oracle cards or tarot cards or anything like that, um, 
Well, tarot cards, I think, are pretty much the same size as playing cards, or at least some are that I've seen. Um, there could be some that are a little bit bigger, but many, as a matter of fact, all of the Oracle cards I have ever gotten and that I that I have are all bigger. So they're a lot bigger than um, regular playing cards. So when you shuffle, some people shuffle them differently. Some people do them, well, I don't know if I can describe it, kind of like just taking some and cutting the cards and putting them in and stuff like that. Um, some do it long ways, and but I actually shuffle them just like playing cards, honestly. And there is really no right or wrong way to do it as long as you get the cards mixed up so they're not always in the same order that they've been and that you've gotten them in so that you can get a true reading of the cards. So anyway, I think I'm about done shuffling. So let me pick this top card and... Well, this is weird because I pulled the autumn card <laughs> here we, and here we are talking about spring. So let's try to figure out why we pulled this autumn card. Um, 43. So it's, it's nice because each card has a number on it, which is the actual, it, it just makes it easy to find it on the in the book so as you can imagine the autumn card is orange and yellow in color with a little bit of brown and there's a fairy and she's on her knees kneeling amongst pumpkins and it's just so beautiful and the leaves are blowing in the wind so anyway not sure why we picked this card but let me go ahead and read the key word to this card is releasing in the autumn, the fairies dash about, checking to make sure that all the leaves are falling. Sometimes a leaf needs a little nudge, and the fairies are happy to oblige. The fairies have a lot to do before they can rest in winter. For us humans, autumn is about letting go. Just like the trees retract their sap in winter, we retract our energy. The autumn card tells you to store your energy up for yourself right now. Maybe we need to store our energy. Maybe that's what it's trying to tell us. Feel your energies beginning to collect around you and pull them inward close to your body. Conserve energy. If you have drawn this card, you are being told to let go of the old habits and ideas that tend to take up energy that can be better used elsewhere. It is a time of sorting. So it makes sense for any time of the year if you have to release some negative energy. A time to release old stuff and to see what is truly precious to you and what you really want to keep in your life. This may be a time of weeding out so that you can do the prep work for a new project in your life. If your energy feels lower, don't panic. Flow with nature's cycles and rest and relax. Autumn offers us magical qualities that inspire reflection and thinking. Go deeper down into your roots to reflect on where your life is going and where you want it to go. It is also a good time to do some writing or journaling. This may be a day for you to just curl up under a quilt with a good movie and a hot cup of tea. Oh, that sounds nice. So there's a chant and it says, I go to that deep place within myself. 
I experience moving down into my center of being. A deep calmness fills my body and soul. I am still, yet very much alive. I feel my heart beating in a strong, steady rhythm. I am here for myself, so be it. And the affirmation is, follow the wind today. All right, very nice. Very cool. All right, now, don't forget, I have the Everyday Spells cards. So, let me go. Let me grab this one. So it's still an altar spell and it's the confidence spell. So you will need one gold candle, two drops of Lang Lang oil, a mirror, a piece of paper, and a pen. Perform this spell on a Sunday during a waxing or full moon. Firstly, anoint your candle with the Lang Lang, then light it. As it burns, write down a list of your proudest accomplishments and things you feel are worthy about yourself. Once the flame has almost died, turn the mirror to yourself and read the affirmations. Once the flame is completely out, place your affirmations close to you. This could be under your pillow when you sleep, or you could carry them in your pocket or purse for one week. And there you have it. And as usual, I will take a picture of that card and put it on the Facebook group. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really do miss doing these podcast episodes once a week. So I really get excited when I know I have one that I'm coming out with. Um, And I still work on them and everything. You know, I'm still running my scripts and doing my research just to give you guys good content. And please, if there's anything that I haven't talked about or that you would like to revisit, uh, maybe go a little more in depth into it, please let me know. I'm always up for suggestions as long as it's appropriate to this podcast. All right, guys, until next time, be magical. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week, so be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.